I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, I'm Murli Krishnan from Hindustan Times. I've been reporting from the court for the past seven years. Happy 70th Supreme Court is a 13-episode series about the court and its history. This is the final episode of the series, Happy 70th Supreme Court. The series started on January 27, a day after the Supreme Court completed 70 years of its existence. In the past 12 episodes, I tried to trace the court's establishment and history, some of its landmark rulings, and various controversies associated with the court and which the court was embroiled in. Over the years, the court has faced several criticisms which I have already discussed. In this final episode, I would like to look ahead and talk about some changes the court could bring in for a better and brighter future. One important and glaring concern is the lack of representation across gender and caste barriers. From inception till date, the Supreme Court has had 247 judges, including sitting judges. Of that, only eight have been women judges. That is, the representation of women judges in Supreme Court stands at an abysmally low 3.2%. Similarly, Dalit communities have been grossly underrepresented. There have been very few judges from Dalit communities. Justice D.R. Gawai is currently the only sitting judge from a Dalit community. The non-inclusive nature of the Supreme Court is something the court should attempt to address in the coming years. Another major issue is transparency in the functioning of the court. The Office of the Chief Justice of India for a long time did not submit itself to the RTI Act. This was until a judgment last year which said that the Office of CGI should be subject to RTI. The opaque nature of the functioning of the court is most reflected in appointments and transfer of judges of High Court and the Supreme Court. The body called Collegium, which recommends such appointments and transfers, functions behind closed doors. It does not give reasons or records of its decisions, despite being constantly criticized for its functioning. Since judges enjoy immunity to ensure their independence, accountability has also remained minimal. At least three sexual harassment cases in the past decade against Supreme Court judges did not reach anywhere. Another relevant issue which needs to be highlighted is the functioning of the Office of the Chief Justice of India. As the administrative head of the Supreme Court, the Chief Justice of India has wide powers. He or she allocates cases to various benches and takes a call on various aspects affecting day-to-day functioning of the court. Remember, I had spoken in one of the earlier episodes about a press conference which was held by four judges in 2018 against then-CGI Deepak Mishra. One of the major issues raised in that press conference was regarding the functioning of the office of the CGI. The lack of accountability of the office, coupled with white powers, means that one person takes crucial calls affecting the court and justice. 
whether the court will do something to address this concern in the coming years remains to be seen. Another issue which threatens the credibility of the court is pendency of cases. As on March 1, there are 60,000 cases pending before the Supreme Court. Many of those are appeals from high courts and tribunals which has led to the clogging up of the docket. Various legal experts have suggested setting up of benches of the Supreme Court to deal with such appeals. That is, the Supreme Court in Delhi will hear and decide only cases involving interpretation of the Constitution, which is the primary role of the court. Other matters, like appeals from high courts and tribunals, will be heard by benches or separate courts of appeals set up in four or five other cities, which will cater to its concerned geographical zone. Our current Attorney General, K.K. Venugopal, had also made a suggestion on similar lines. But such changes might need amendment to the Constitution and is unlikely to happen any time in the near future. With these thoughts, I'm winding up the series of Happy 70 Supreme Court. I'll be taking a short break before coming back with more exciting stuff on Supreme Court later. Stay home and stay safe. You can show your love for this podcast by liking, sharing and following us on HT Smartcast. We are ever-present on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For more such interesting podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, this is Murli signing off. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.